I think the goal for me was so that other people who want to go through like the same like path or want to pursue like higher education Mm -hmm. can see like have that representation and see like oh someone who looks like me was able to do it so I can do it one two three okay I'm ready cool um what our lives are like and who we are Hello everyone, welcome back to Ha Hall, an FSAD podcast. I'm Sophia. And I'm Marie. So Ian isn't with us today. Um, we're, Marie and I will be taking on this episode. <laughs> Just the two of us. Um, okay, so today we have a guest. Um, she was one of the, for me, she's one of the first people I met in FSAT like the Filipino Students Association of Toronto. And um, we wanted her to be on our podcast because her story is super inspiring. And she's actually just about to leave um, for London. And we wanted to catch her before, before, she, before she leaves. So thank you so much, Cass, for being with us. Why don't you say hello? Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. Thanks for inviting me to be on your podcast. So cool that... Um, FSAT now has a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just wanted to ask first, like, how are you? How is, well, okay, first, like, where are you going? And, um, like, tell everyone where you're going. And, yeah. Yeah. So I've been good. It's been kind of busy getting ready to leave and everything. So I'm actually going to start my law degree at the University of Southampton, um, which is going to be a three-year program, so yeah, it's going to be a lot of changes, but we got to do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. So at this at this point, like with all the prep, like how does it feel? Um, you know, especially with everything going on. Like we were talking about it before we started recording, like COVID mm-hmm. and everything. Part like. At the beginning of like this whole pandemic, there was a part of me obviously that was like second guessing whether mm-hmm. or not to like push through. But I guess now that things are starting to clear up, but there's still like safety measures being put in place. I felt a little bit better about yeah. starting um, yeah. this whole thing in another country. Yeah. yeah. Part of me wanted to defer it, but. I guess since the opportunity was there already, mm-hmm. like everything had already been put into place, mm-hmm. I thought might as well just push through with it and then um, just take it as it, take it a day yeah. at a time, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the main thing right now, just taking it a mm-hmm. day at a time, following yeah. the precautions. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's... Sorry, go, Marie. Go. I, I was going to say, it's just pretty wild that you're going right now abroad. Like, it's so, not even just during COVID, just, like, to see somebody go, like, go for their dreams and kind of just do what they think is best for them. It's pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask, though, like, how, how did you get to this point? Like, yeah. Like, like how where- did you decide, like, this is where you wanted to to be and what you wanted to do Uh I think for me it started back in even before university like back in 
grade 12. So mm -hmm. I did a placement at a law office. So okay. I really got to see like hands on what they did, like see the daily ins and outs of um, things like that. Mm. And then I guess that's where it really started. Um, I got to really talk with people, network with them, um, to see what their experiences were like yeah. in the field. And mm -hmm. then just luckily they allowed me to like actually work there throughout university. So oh. yeah. I've been with them since, which is nice. Yeah. So just having them really guide me through like this whole thing like mm -hmm. having someone there to like through the process asking them oh am I doing the right thing mm -hmm. yeah that's super cool mm -hmm. um so um I wanted to ask if were you born I remember you said you were born in the Philippines right I was born here oh you were born here in okay, Canada yeah <laughs> you were born here um I forgot where I was going with this but like you so you were born here um, and we wanted to kind of touch on, you know, how when Filipinos abroad, mm -hmm. um, there's this connotation of like, what, what's like, there's a certain thing that people think Filipinos do abroad, you know, yeah. when you're abroad, there's stereotypes as to, yeah. as to sort of what mold you should fit into. Yeah. And this being a lawyer going into law even just going into university isn't something usually people would associate Filipinos with, just in general, right? Yeah, I um, think, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go, go, go. Yeah, I think for me, like being Filipinos, like even within like the, le like not just like the legal field, like a lot of the people I network with, I barely like knew any Filipinos who were pursuing the same thing right like a lot of them were predominantly mm. white predominantly yeah. like they already had prior connections like yeah. they come from like families of lawyers yeah. where like our parents coming here starting from scratch like they don't have the same types of connections we did so it's a lot harder for us to see ourselves in those kinds of like mm -hmm. fields which is why we wanted to do like stuff like the networking night where I met Sophia. Oh um, yeah. Like where we came up with the idea like, oh, um, just to network with different Filipinos in professions that we want to pursue, right? Yeah. Yeah. And just to see ourselves in those positions. Yeah. yeah. Given that like I guess with your experience you were fortunate to have like your high school experience, right? Mm -hmm. But did you ever feel like any doubts or pressures from like your society, from our society or like your family or anything? Because there is that connotation of like what Filipinos should be. I guess there was because it's like, oh, there's only certain fields that you should go into, right? And like, oh, you're not going to fit in. Um, with that kind of like those kinds of people or like like that's not what you're supposed to be doing because yeah. we're not associated with like because of our skin color or because yeah. we are immigrants right just thinking oh is your mom like a nanny is she like mm -hmm. a personal worker like, yeah you've like got that, that you've right? gotten that i've gotten that maybe once or twice 
yeah, yeah. thinking like oh you're Filipino like um what does your mom do what do your parents do mm-hmm. kind of thing right yeah yeah, yeah. like there's those stereotypes of what Filipinos are right yeah. or what they should be yeah. yeah. You said that most of the people who are in your program are predominantly not Filipino. Did you yeah. ever like did you ever feel any pressure or judgment from the people around you or were they very supportive of what you were doing? I guess I was lucky enough to find EPSAT at the beginning of university. So uh-huh. definitely I had that support system as well of uh-huh. pursuing this even being in a program that's predominantly white going into or not right. white but like non like with people who are non-Filipino, like mm, not having yeah. many people um, who are Filipino in the same field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and it's not even just the legal field, right? Like even in like working in like bigger like business firms, like yeah. 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 Like even like higher up positions that are predominantly like not like who are like not Filipino. Yeah, 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 yeah. So with all those like pressures and I guess stereotypes surrounding it, what what motivated you to to like push against that and continue with what you were doing and even like go further after university and pursue this? Like what was your what was your goal behind it and I guess the purpose for all all of that? I think the goal for me was so that other people who want to go through like the same like path or want to pursue like higher education Mm -hmm. can see like have that representation and see like oh someone who looks like me was able to do it so I can do it too right because if you don't see those people Mm -hmm. like people who look like you pursue that like those careers then it's hard to see yourself in those positions, right? Yeah. 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 So you wanted so you wanted to like be that for people, you know, the yeah. next generation or like at least for us because we're yeah. so new, right? Yeah. Just being like, I know it's like a lot of people are discouraged because oh, I don't see many people in like many people mm-hmm. who look like me, like minorities going yeah. into those fields. But then yeah. that's what at, like that's why I joined FSET right just to see mm-hmm. like to have that community and to like in a sense prove that we are able to take up space yeah. in those kinds yeah. of fields and like in yeah. different fields yeah where we wouldn't have we wouldn't normally see ourselves yeah. in because I feel like a lot of people in FSAT did have um did have career paths that weren't the typical career path of a Filipino abroad yeah right yeah and going back to that yeah and going back to that like you like most of our parents are like oh you have to go through these certain career paths to be successful and then discouraging us from um taking up courses that oh you're not going to make much money for this or this Mm -hmm. right Yeah. yeah so it's nice to have like f like a community like fsat where we encourage each other to like pursue different yeah. pathways, right? And not just one straight career path. And then I know for me, it's like, you don't know about a lot of different career options until you mm-hmm. actually do your research, right? Yeah. Because it's yeah. been ingrained into us that, oh, there's only these certain career paths that exist. Yeah. But there's like so many different pathways that you can take. 
which a lot mm-hmm. of us don't know about. Yeah. yeah. In a more, I guess, general sense, what exactly do you want to be pursuing? Like, what type of law do you want to do? Where do you see yourself in the future? So I either want to do, like, corporate corporate law, doing, like, contracts and stuff, or maybe mm-hmm. doing immigration law. Immigration law is really oh. interesting. Oh. But we'll see, because there's different courses I can take. So by the end of, hopefully, my third year, I'll have a more of a sense of what I want to like focus on and then go from there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, why, like, wh- why those, those ones specifically? I think for me, immigration, because of, because like having my parents move here and like seeing like the experiences of other people who have moved here mm-hmm. and like yeah. wanting to, like it hits home kind of if that makes sense it hits home um and wanting to help other like help others um Mm -hmm. in that sense and then corporate I guess it just came from just seeing what the lawyers at my co-op office did yeah and then just seeing the ins and outs of it yeah yeah Um, yeah, I guess, like, because for me, my my dad's a lawyer, but then other than that, I don't really have much knowledge about the world of law in general. <laughs> so, so it's, it's, it's interesting to, like, for me, I, I personally can't see myself in law. And so whenever I talk to people who are interested in that, I always, I'm like, wow, I salute because it's, it's like it's an important it's an important like a lot of people need like that and yeah. and from what I see with my dad it's not even just like the contracts it's not just the yeah you know the the technical stuff but you offer yeah. support to a person that yeah. is in need of it yeah. um yeah yeah it's like helping others right like I know like a lot of like people who don't have access to that kind of like to that help, right? So yeah. there's also like giving mm-hmm. the help to people who need it, right? Yeah. There's that aspect of well, it's not just, oh, you're a lawyer, you're gonna make so much money. It's not yeah. just about that, right? Mm-hmm. It's giving back, it's helping others. There's that part of it too, right? It's not yeah. just, oh, people, you're a lawyer, people automatically think you make so much money, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So why why did you specifically want to go outside of Canada, like to go to like London specifically, to the UK? I think for me going to the UK because it's like, it's just wanting a different environment, different experience. Uh-huh. And then just logistically, um, it's easier for me to transition back to Canada if I want to come and practice here because it is common law so depending what happens in the next three years if I want to settle in England or if I want to come back and practice I have that buffer and I don't have to commit to settling in a place because with law it's difficult right like wherever you practice yeah or wherever you study is where you have to like practice and like kind of settle which was something I wasn't ready to do yet so 
it's just yeah. giving myself that buffer of if I do want to come back, I mm. have that option. Yeah. Did yeah. you ever doubt that like law wasn't for you or this wasn't what you wanted? Like, did you ever feel like you were in the wrong place? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? Actually, I started off as doing being in the criminology program where oh. everyone, yeah, everyone was like breathing down your neck, comparing themselves to like, really? like it's so like it was so toxic. So I actually switched oh. to doing like doing um, a social major and then mm-hmm. doing poli sci equity studies because yeah. I'm like, the worst thing you can do for yourself is to be in like such a toxic environment where everyone is comparing themselves to you everyone yeah. is competing for that same like to be in that same position as you right yeah. Yeah. and that was something that I didn't want to surround myself with because that's just not going to get you anywhere right because wow. it's just everyone wanting to be better than the person beside them right <laughs> yeah that's what I'm like this is like I'm like yeah this is not the environment I want this isn't how I'm gonna get to where I want to be later mm-hmm. on because you don't need a specific degree right to go into law like you can yeah. literally go with any degree from undergrad yeah. right yeah so I'm like okay I have to make the decision for myself like what's best for me and not think about what other people are doing like it's nice to draw inspiration from other people but when it comes to the point where it becomes like toxic and toxic and competitive then it just doesn't work out right yeah Yeah. it's 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 good that you were able to set yourself apart from that though because a lot of times when you're in a situation like that you don't even realize that it's toxic because you're in it you're in it so like how how did you how did you like like how did you come to the realization like wow this isn't this isn't good for me yeah I think because it's like how yeah like you know yeah I know like there's some people like just hearing different conversations around the classroom and like Mm -hmm. people not wanting to help each other to that point because they like let's say oh this person did better than whatever they don't want to share what they know with other people to help them right Wow. yeah because yeah. they because they want to get those marks they want like they don't want to share what they know with other people just so they yeah. can get that spot or whatever right wow. and like that's not how you grow that's not how you learn right it's just yeah. Yeah. yeah I know it's a lot like it's like that for a lot of people who want to even med school or like anything like mm-hmm. doing anything after grad right like it becomes like people become so selfish if that makes sense yeah 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 but like that's the whole point right you want to help other people right yeah did you ever feel like you needed to just like push through that environment like just like oh like i'll just take it on whatever like it'll it'll be like cry now but we'll be okay later kind of thing there was part of me that like i waited till the very last like i really waited i'm like okay is this gonna work out and then I told myself, no, this is like, because it was second year, right? Because then mm-hmm. everything started counting after like summer of second year. So I'm yeah. like, okay, something has to change. Like if, like, I, I'm not thriving or if I'm not happy in this environment, mm-hmm. then I have to change something. Mm-hmm. Something has yeah. to change. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess 
like for hearing like your story community is so important and not just university experience but in making tough life decisions like you've had to make not yeah. just not just like after university but even during university yeah. yeah yeah and it's just keeping your options open right because there's some people who are like okay they're like they have tunnel vision like okay yeah. i'm going to go straight for it but yeah. it's not just a straight line if that makes sense you're going to go through so many mm-hmm. different hurdles you're going to face different challenges and yeah. you like going into university you think that you're going to go through this straight path oh this is what i'm going to do x y and z but yeah. there's times where it doesn't work out that way right and yeah you just you find ways to make it work for yourself right yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i feel like i need to hear that right now <laughs> i honestly applaud you for your self-awareness because i feel yeah. like some people like you said it's tunnel vision it's just like no i'm gonna just do it i'll just do whatever mm-hmm. but at the end of the day you're really like the journey is part of it like you have to yeah. be happy with yourself yeah yeah it's not about how you get there that makes sense it's okay you have to have this mindset of okay how is this going to impact me later on right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's like it like it's hard now but you have to see where it's going to take like where you see yourself down the line yeah yeah um i think that's so important because a lot of people in university feel like for me personally mm-hmm. i get the sense that if you decide on one thing when you're like second year mm-hmm. it, it'll affect everything and like you you don't have much of a way out of that decision yeah. So that's why choosing your program or even choosing like even before that choosing your university choosing your courses you yeah. feel like oh my gosh like I need to make this good decision right now or else there's no way out. Yeah. But I guess hearing your story it's 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 a testament to how we we do have the chance to sort of wig- we have wiggle room and we yeah. have it's not like if you choose this one it's you're not ever going to get to where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah, and it yeah. doesn't matter how long it takes you to get there, right? Like, I know for me, I went straight out of, I'm going straight out of university, but there's people who, they take breaks, they do an extra degree because they feel mm. like to raise their GPA or because they weren't happy with what they were studying, right? Yeah. Like, even if it does take you a bit longer, if you get yeah. to where you want to be later on, event, like at some point, then it's worth it, yeah. even if it yeah. does take longer. Yeah, as long as you're you're happy and you're like you're okay with yourself, you're not like beating yourself up for not yeah. getting the right marks or yeah. you know not being the same as the people around you. Yeah. Because it's like if you if you go through all of university just comparing yourself, then mm-hmm. that just takes everything away from the whole experience, right? Yeah. Like yeah, grades are important, but it's the whole aspect of taking care of yourself as well, right? yeah because you're not going to be able to thrive if you're not taking care of yourself yeah yeah everyone needs to hear that (laughs) Um, yeah I guess and we 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 asked this earlier already but um let's say after so after after like 10 years into the future like in general what what what's your hope you know like what's your hope for for yourself um 
yeah what you hope to be doing and what kind of impact do you hope to be having on people i guess 10 years down the line hopefully i'll be a practicing lawyer but it's also mm-hmm. just wanting to give back to not just the filipino community but like just to be an inspiration for like others who don't see themselves in certain positions right especially minority groups right because some people they that's what prevents them from wanting to pursue let's say university or Mm -hmm. these professional degrees because they don't see themselves in those types of situations right yeah 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 and then even just seeing stats at different schools even like U of T's med school right they'll only they only accept x amount of people of color or whatever right like just seeing like those mm-hmm. like reading stuff like that right yeah like breaking the mold or like breaking yeah. the stereotypes the yeah. stereotypes yeah 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 um yeah i do hope that the next generation of filipinos and also other minorities yeah hopefully it gets better from here on out like with everything going on right yeah. like people are becoming more aware about it and there are people like you who are who are you know pushing through all the pressures that they're telling them no but still going on and doing it um more and more people are gaining the courage to do that and it's sad because the people who are discouraged by it they're fully capable of Mm. doing it like just pursuing it but society says oh you don't belong in that situation you don't belong or you don't get a seat at the table if that makes sense yeah 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 and honestly when people tell you you can't do something there's a point where you start telling yourself you can't so for you to pursue this and for people to be like yes there's somebody out there who can do it that means i can like that's so inspiring (laughs) no like for real like for real it really is and it and not even just for for those who want to pursue law but you know just even anything 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 Like, just going through university, going through U of T, like, mm-hmm. it's super inspiring to know that we can, we can do it, even yeah. abroad, or, like, even in a place yeah. where we're a minority, like, we're not, we're not limited. Yeah. We just and have just, to, like you said, have the courage to, and, like, self-awareness to do it. Yeah, and just because you're part of a minority group doesn't mean you're not just as capable of achieving what other like what other people are able to achieve right yeah okay i guess to close what we're gonna do is a quick segment where i do like rapid fire questions okay so the first thing you think of when i after i say either my statement or my question um just say whatever like don't think too hard about it okay okay you ready (laughs) oh my god It's like no, it's, it's like, super low key, super low key. Yeah. It's like, do you know fast talk? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's so stressful. No, no, I swear, these are like easy questions. I'm okay. sure. Don't okay. think too hard. Just the first thing that comes out of yeah. your in your mind, just be like, yeah. just say it. Okay. So one favorite food. Sinigang. Oh. <laughs> Two. Happiness is blank. Happiness is taking care of yourself. Oh, yeah. Oh. Self-love. Yeah. <laughs> the last show you binged? 
the last show I did, Selling Sunset, on Netflix. Okay. <laughs> Song you've been recently playing on repeat. Oh, what is it? Oh my gosh, on repeat. Yes. I guess a lot of like neo, just anything. Oh like, my yeah. gosh! Wow. <laughs> throwback for me. Yeah, throw, a lot of throwbacks. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. One thing on your bucket list. Travel across Europe. Oh yes, once you're in Britain, that travel. <laughs> Is just take a train or a bus. Yeah, you that's, that's so been cool. on my bucket list for so long. So yeah. least, when everything gets better, it'll be easier. Like because I'm yeah. there, so it's easier to. Oh my gosh! Get that done. That's so exciting. <laughs> First thing you'll do once COVID ends. See friends, hopefully. Aww. Yeah. Silver lining of this pandemic. I guess the silver lining is getting being closer to my family I guess because we've been spending a mm-hmm. lot more time together at home which mm-hmm. is nice especially that I'm leaving for a long time yeah. so it was nice to like get that time because pre-COVID like everyone had their busy schedules and like us being out all the time but now it's like everything is slowing down so we have that time together now mm-hmm. yeah okay this question is for people like me we need this kind of advice. So, what is one piece of advice you would give someone who is uncertain about their future and don't really know what they want to do? I guess the first thing is just don't panic, mm-hmm. and like, and everything will fall into place eventually. Just whatever you feel is right, and you feel like that you're happy doing, just pursue mm-hmm. it. And if it doesn't work out, then there's like you'll eventually find different ways for it to work out for you it might not be like an easy route but yeah. you'll eventually get through it right it's just I hope finding, so. it'll it's just finding what works for you like you don't have to follow what other people oh. like the path that other people take right yeah yeah, yeah. thank you so much guys thank you for um for sharing your story with us but also for being for being something that all of us everyone in university everyone you know like every everyone who's going through figuring life out <laughs> in general um for giving us an inspiration and someone to look up to and oh. represent us in london <laughs> fsat represent in yeah. london <laughs> um, but also just be, even all before all that thank you for like welcoming us like both Marie and I into FSAT and for giving us that community that that has helped you to to go through university like for giving us that community too so and (laughs) um yeah thank you so much thanks for having me guys yeah I guess a lot of it is it's not it's planting the seed if that makes sense right like yeah you don't you won't see it grow right away but it's something that you leave behind and hope that grows right yeah like that was a lot of alumni's hope right like okay you trust that you planted the seed and now just hopefully future generations will Mm -hmm. keep it going keep it alive (laughs) yeah for others yeah well, we wish you all the best i hope like we wish you safe travels and 
and like a super good year and I hope you know there's not too many complications when you get there and everything and yeah thank Thanks, you again guys stay safe <laughs> all right um so this is the end of our episode we wanted to thank Shai for editing this and um JP Arcaliana or JSYR on Spotify. JSYR on Spotify. <laughs> For our intro. He made our intro. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.